the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Contributing editor, National Review, and former federal prosecutor. I'm going to risk it. Andy McCarthy, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. You'd be my friend anytime. Great to talk to you. <laughs> You're one of the people that I I, on, I only seem to talk to when something is really bad. <laughs> it's really sad when I think about it. <laughs> yes, you and my wife, so that makes two. Oh, that's funny. Well, and one other. There's one other in that category. Your doctor. It's like whenever whenever my doctor says, "How are you?" I would say I always answer, "If I were fine, I wouldn't be talking to you." Yeah, yep, yep, that's right. <laughs> if the world were fine, Andrew McCarthy and I would be going our separate ways. <laughs> I have to laugh because things are so awful. I, I, my only alternative is to cry. You have an incredibly important piece up at National Review. I, I, everybody has to read it. Folks, it is up at DennisPrager.com, and it just links to National Review. So there are so many horrible elements to what is happening this moment with regard to the U.S. negotiating beyond belief through a Russian mediator with Iran about striking a new deal on behalf of Iran and tens of billions of dollars going to Iran. Walk me through it. Yeah, this is just really awful. Uh, We know that Biden campaigned on re-establishing the uh, Obama-Biden administration's disastrous Iran nuclear deal uh, of 2015. And what he has cobbled together with the intercession of Russia, unbelievably, because uh, he's so desperate to get a deal, the Iranians won't talk to us, to our negotiators. Uh, So uh, in order to continue to negotiate rather than tell them to go pound sand, We've got the Russians doing the heavy lifting for us because the Iranians won't deign to meet with us. And they've put together, Dennis, this this agreement that I never thought I would ever be able to say this, certainly seven years ago. But this deal makes the first deal look good compared to what we're talking about here. That deal, as we as we all recall, um, didn't stop Iran from getting nuclear weapons. It merely, it it actually, if they just had followed the letter of the agreement, they would have had nuclear weapons within about eight to to 13 years. So it only ever slowed them down. But it gave uh, tens of billions of dollars in sanctions relief to the world's leading state sponsor of terrorism without making a single arrangement or commitment that they would have to make about their terrorism activity. So 
the big complaint that we had about it back then was it looked like it looked at Iran as if, you know, its nuclear program was kind of compartmentalized in a box and we shouldn't consider it in the context of their terrorist activity and their uh, ballistic missiles activity and all the other evil that they do in the world. Flash forward now, the bad thing about the first agreement was that it ignored those things. What Biden proposes to do is actually give them sanctions relief for terrorism and ballistic missiles and all things that weren't involved in the original deal uh, in order to get them to sign off on something that not only isn't going to stop them from getting a nuclear weapon, it, it basically zooms them ahead toward it. Okay. How do you understand the motivation in, in the Obama case and in the Biden case? Since it's only bad for the world and America, what is their motivation? I think they believe, and I, I think uh, Obama was more of a, uh, a thinker on this than Biden. I think Biden just reflexively does anything that he thinks that Obama did, that Trump undid, he has to redo. I don't think he's... Uh, uh, a deep thinker on this. And I never thought that Obama was a particularly deep thinker, but I think he did have a theory on this. And it's, I find it a horrifying theory, but I want to at least give it its due. I think he think he thought that we needed to, for stability purposes, to rearrange the Middle East so that we had a rapprochement with Iran. Uh, and that we put some distance between ourselves and Israel and between ourselves and the uh, and the Sunni uh, Islamic states so that he would basically change the way that America was oriented toward the Middle East over the last 30 to 40 years. And he went about that with the idea that that would make for a more stable uh, Middle East. Before we go on with this deal, because you explained the last one, which was awful enough, done by Barack Obama. Do you know, do you have an answer to this question? Is this being widely reported in, in the mainstream media? I don't think so. I, well, I, I think that it's been reported that there have been negotiations ongoing in Vienna. Uh, I do not think that the outlines of the deal have been widely reported, and certainly the principal's role that Russia has played in negotiating it, I think, is going to be very surprising to people. Why can't this be stopped by Congress? Well, it, I mean, in theory, it could be stopped in Congress if you had the numbers to deny it funding. But, you know, I think the long term, Dennis, that Congress took was in connection with the first deal, which should have been regarded as a treaty that needed two thirds approval of Congress in order to uh, go into effect. Instead, Obama wouldn't regard it as a treaty. He called it a, an executive agreement. He didn't submit it to the, to the Senate as a treaty. And rather than fight him on that, uh, the Republicans agreed to this cockamamie, Bob Corker, Iran Agreement uh, Review Act of 2015, which essentially turned the treaty clause on its head and allowed the uh, agreement to, to go through 
provided that there wasn't two-thirds opposition to it, which, of course, there, given the, the numbers in Congress, there wasn't. So, you know, I think that's, the, that's kind of the root of all evil here, or at least a lot of it. All right, so now tell me the outlines of the current deal. The current deal would put the uh, JCPOA, the, the original deal, into effect, um, which is ridiculous because the, the underlying conditions of the agreement are no longer in effect. Trump got us out of the agreement. Uh, he lodged uh, uh, additional sanctions against Iran, and in the meantime, Iran stopped following the agreement. So they've done a lot of uh, nuclear develop, uh, development. Uh, which can't be unlearned or undone. Uh, so this is really a new agreement that Biden is trying to pretend is the old agreement. And the other thing this agreement does is it takes sanctions that were imposed for other evil activities of the Iranian regime, particularly terrorism and ballistics missile testing, uh, and it forgives those sanctions in addition to the sanctions that were attached to the nuclear program. So, for example, Iranian actors who were involved in uh, atrocities like the bombing of the American Marine Barracks in Beirut in 1983, the bombing of the Kobar Towers in uh, Saudi Arabia, which housed a lot of our uh, Air Force personnel in 1996, those, those sanctions would all be forgiven. The IRGC, the, uh, the uh, Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps, which is basically the Iranian, the arm of the Iranian government that sponsors terrorism all over the world, they'd be taken off the terrorist list, um, and the sanctions against them would be removed. And this is all to get a deal that, is, again, is not going to stop Iran from getting a nuclear weapon. What, what do they claim is in it for the United States? I think, again, Dennis, that they are committed to this idea of reorienting uh, the American posture toward the Middle East in a way that is more favorable toward Iran and less favorable toward Israel and our traditional Sunni Arab allies, because they believe, uh, I think this is preposterous, but they believe that the world would be more stable that way. And what about the money aspect? The money aspect is probably, if you could rank the most troubling part of it, I suppose the money aspect um, is, is close to the idea of the Iranians with nuclear weapons because they would instantly get about $90 billion in sanctions relief because uh, funds would be unfrozen. They would then derive about what's estimated to be 50 to $55 billion annually in additional revenue uh, by being able to sell uh, oil and, you know, petro products. Uh, and there's also, it wouldn't be the Iran deal if there weren't a hostage, uh, you know, negotiation involved in it. So apparently we would also unfreeze about $7 billion of their assets that are being held by South Korea at the moment. And in exchange for that, there would be a release of uh, prisoners who are being held in Iran. I think it's four Americans and some Brits. Hmm. So the United States, under the Democrats, is giving Iran about $150 billion immediately, God knows how, how much afterwards, by selling 
oil to a regime that organizes death to America chants among its citizens and which has vowed to exterminate another country, namely Israel. Is that a fair synopsis? And that is designated even by the by the Biden State Department as the world's leading sponsor of terrorism, yes. Well, that's why you wrote this important piece. It is up, ladies and gentlemen, at DennisPrager.com. Andy McCarthy, I promise to call you when nothing bad is happening. I'd like that, Dennis. That would be a that would be a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you for everything you do. Thank you, sir. Right. We shall re- Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. This is Carol platt for townhall.com. Look at people's priorities. They reveal everything about who they are. Last week, as Russia ravaged Ukraine and the president delivered the State of the Union address, Senate Democrats were busy thinking about abortion. The most charitable explanation is they were ashamed of the so-called Women's Health Protection Act and hoped to advance it when the country was too distracted to notice. It's an ugly piece of work. It would nullify virtually any state laws regulating abortion. The bill would prohibit bans on abortion for even the most discriminatory reasons, including disability or gender. States would be forbidden to protect unborn babies old enough to survive outside the womb. They couldn't enact even reasonable regulations like waiting periods, informed consent laws, ultrasound requirements, even abortion clinic safety standards. Someone please explain to me how that protects women's health. This kind of extremism is chilling. Thankfully, the bill failed. But as long as they have majorities, today's radical ideologues are sure to try again. I'm Carol Platt-Lebow. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program for leaders. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.